going on, everybody? Welcome to Financial Aid Believes Sports Betting Podcast for college football, college basketball. I'm Ben Wittensee and appreciate everyone rating, reviewing, subscribing, do whatever you got to do to listen to this podcast as we go through some college football, college basketball bets throughout the season. And uh, I just wanted to do a, a semi-short episode for this week because it's Natty Week. National Championship Football, Georgia and TCU. Truly one of my favorite games of the year for college football. And the way we got here was really amazing. We had two of the best college semifinal games that we have probably seen since the college football playoff was invented about, uh, oh, 10 or 11 years ago or so. It was that Michigan-TCU game, first of all. And I would like to say, just to toot my own horn here for just a second, Michigan's second half. Hit with flying colors. If you listen to the podcast, you got it at a great number at minus four at most places. And uh, live at halftime when Michigan was losing and it did not look good for the Wolverines, they were minus seven and a half in the second half. So we got a better line by three and a half points. And the funny thing is, it didn't even matter. Michigan won the second half 39-30, to so they dominated either way in the second half. They ended up losing the game, but it was a no-sweat second half for betters who got uh, Michigan minus four on the spread. I knew the uh, the spread was a little too big, full game, minus seven and a half for Michigan. They obviously did not even uh, cover, let alone win the game, so I'm glad we were able to get that second half bet in. And uh, as for Ohio State, Georgia, good on Ohio State for covering that game. It looked like at one point Buckeyes were going to make it to the national championship, and Georgia was able to come down, get a last-second field goal. High State missed their game-winning field goal, and here we go for the Bulldogs, the second year in a row that Georgia is going to be in the national championship game, playing for two in a row under Kirby Smart. Honestly, who would have guessed? Who would have guessed that Kirby Smart, coming over from Bama, would now be coaching the most dominant team in college football while Nick Saban and Alabama are just going to be watching from their couches. Truly, truly an amazing flip over there in the SEC. And this in this national championship game, too, is pretty impressive. TCU, I don't think uh, anyone, and if you say you did, you are a liar, had the TCU Horned Frogs in the national championship come January 9th. So it's pretty impressive for the Horned Frogs to be here. They defied all expectations. They lost in the Big 12 championship game to Kansas State. They come right back. They're in the college football playoff as the three seed. They beat Michigan after, honestly, you know, I don't want to say Michigan lost that game because TCU did play a hell of a game. Their rushing game was great. Their defense played really well. But, man, there were a lot of opportunities for Michigan to win that game, especially with two flubbed plays inside the five with a chance to score. They have that trick play on their first opening drive of the game, and then they fumbled on the goal line after a controversial, questionable, interesting call that was made uh, that said that it wasn't a touchdown catch when he caught it. It was like right at the goal line. I thought it was a touchdown, I'll be honest, but the officials disagreed in the next play. Michigan fumbles. So they, they, you know, figuratively and literally threw that game away with two pick sixes as well. So if those four things do not happen, and those are pretty significant four things, you don't get those all the time in two botched goal line plays and two pick sixes. So you could make the argument TCU probably shouldn't be in the national championship game if they don't have the luck that they do in the semifinal game, but you could also say the same for Georgia. There was opportunities for Ohio State to completely take down the Bulldogs, and they couldn't capitalize. They even doored down to the final second of that game. They had an opportunity for a game-winning field goal, and they just missed it. It was a long field goal, sure, understandable, 
but they still missed it, and they still had an opportunity to send themselves to Los Angeles, and they couldn't do that. So here we are. Georgia and TCU, and the line certainly opened at an interesting number, around 13.5, and And since then, if you've been reading anything about gambling, if you've been watching anything about gambling, you know that there are a lot of folks that are on TCU at that minus 13.5, and And the market saw that, and then what happened is after all the bets that came in on the Horned Frog side, that number now is at minus 12.5. So... Again, another interesting number. That total is at 63, a high total, but both these teams know how to score. And with the high-scoring semifinal games, I understand it. I I really do. I understand why a total is this high. And, and you know, you look at Georgia and you look at the games that they've been through, the totals of the games that they have played, this is only seemingly the third, second, this is the third time that they've had a total over 60. They had a total at 64.5 against Tennessee back on November 5th. That went under. Uh, for only a total of 40 points, it was 27 to 13. So that went under by 24 points the first time Georgia had a total over 60. And then in the national the semifinal game against o- o- Ohio State, that total was set at 62, and that went over uh, with a grand total of 83 points. So they have been on the way low end of the scale with a total at 60, and they've been on the way high end of the scale with a total at 60. So I don't know if the total is a number that I'm quite looking to play. I know that TCU run game is really good as well, and we know how much Max Duggan means to that uh, to that offense for TCU and you know, how good he is. But the big question going into this, if you're looking to bet TCU and if you're interested in even betting the total as well, especially the over, keep track of Kendra, Kendra Miller. The running back for TCU. He's questionable for the national championship game. You know, people aren't sure if he's going to play. They they do not know yet, and uh, and I think it's reasonable to wait and see when that comes. My my suggestion is here. I'm going to give some bets. I'm going to give some plays that I think are good. But I would wait. I would wait till Monday and see where the line movement goes. I really would because twelve and a half. I don't love that number, honestly, for either side. 63, a little bit of a high total for me, but I think in a game like this, we're going to see a shootout. It's it's hard to see TCU not get into a shootout. And if you know me, if you listen to this podcast all the way back, you know, a month or so ago, even I think it was towards uh, Thanksgiving, I had TCU against Iowa State. I had the under 46 because Iowa State had gone under six times in a row up until that point. Every game that Iowa State had played, they just completely demolished their opponent's offense. Their defense was good enough. They slowed the game down. It was just ugly football when Iowa State played. And I thought, okay, TCU's coming in. I know they have a good offense. Iowa State's defense is good. They're going to get the under 46. And that didn't happen. Not even by a long shot. 62 to 14 was the total. TCU completely obliterated the Iowa State defense. And sure, they were helped by some offensive mistakes by Iowa State, and the defense scored some points, but still... Still, 62-14, to that total was 46, and the game finished with a grand total of 76. 30 more points than the total indicated, which is you don't get that too often, especially in major college football where the lines are so well set. So what I will say is I think TCU just has a really good ability to score, and Georgia's secondary, it looks shaky against Ohio State it really did Ohio State was able to exploit the Georgia secondary so if I had any lean on this game 
I would probably go with the over 63. I would just wait for the injury reports to come out and see who's healthy and who is not. Of course, the lines may move, so I would try to get to that information as quickly as you can. So just on Monday, keep an eye out. Scroll through Twitter, look at your phone, keep updates, keep keep track, go to the websites that you normally go to, and just see see what these uh, see who's going to be playing. Because I, I would go towards the over 63. I think we're going to have a, sh- a shootout. I, I really do. Now, who's going to win the shootout is, is the real question. I think TCU has a shot, solid shot to beat Georgia. I, I don't think Georgia – there are times where I just don't think they're as good – as the market indicates. And I think that's a, there's a good reason why that line has been moving down from 13.5 to 13, now to 12.5. And, and again, this is one of those things where I may wait until Monday to see if TCU continues to get some of that money. They were a very popular underdog. When this line opened up at 13.5, people hammered it for the Horned Frogs. And I'm hoping that this line can inch down a little bit more. Can we get 11.5? Can we get an 11? I don't think we're going to get to 10 I would love to get to 10 but I don't think we're going to be getting to 10 if if this goes down under 12 I, that's when I may hit Georgia I really do I'm not going to hit TCU at this point we missed out on 13 and a half and I, I I don't know there's I understand my thoughts on Georgia aren't exactly strong however I do still think they are the best football team in the country and it, it's hard not to help but think that TCU got here and it's a bit fluky. They lose against Kansas State in the in the Big 12 championship game. And the only reason they beat Michigan is because they have two pick sixes when bad J.J. McCarthy throws. They got lucked out with a bad non-touchdown call, which they then got the fumble recovery right after. And then they got lucked out again that Michigan had a really bad opening drive play call at the goal line. So all of that rolled together. That's a lot of luck to get through. That's a lot of luck. And on top of that, they just won by six. Six points they won by under a touchdown or an extra point. They barely escaped that game with a win. Michigan had plenty of opportunities to capitalize, to win that game, to get ahead late in the game, and they couldn't do it. If Georgia's given that same situation, I don't think the Bulldogs screw up like Michigan does. Kirby Smart, better coach than Jim Harbaugh. I'll say that now. <laughs> I'm happy to say it. I don't think anyone's going to come at me for that. And I think his teams become more disciplined and they do what they have to do and they know how to win. Do they know how to cover, though? That's that's really my question. Are they going to be able to cover 12.5, which it is right now? Georgia 7-7 seven and seven against the spread this season. 7-7 seven and seven against the spread. That's not good. When you're the number one team in the country, that's not good. You want to, at the very least, have an above 500 record against the spread. Now, when Georgia is seven-point favorites to 13.5-point favorites, they are 1-0. They've only had one game when they are 7-13-point to 13 point favorites. On the other hand, TCU, when they are 7-13-point to 13 point underdogs, they're 2-0 and undefeated as well. So both these teams have some slight experience uh, with this line in the market, and they both have been able to capitalize, which is really interesting. TCU is not an underdog that often. They're 3-1 and one as an underdog. And, of course, Georgia's never been an underdog this year. So the interesting thing about this is TCU is in a spot where they're not normally are, where they aren't normally are uh, as an underdog and as a double-digit underdog, let alone that. 
So it's it's interesting to see how they're going to respond. If this number gets down to 11, 11 and a half, I will probably hit Georgia. I don't think it will be a 10. If it gets to 10, you're going to see people put so much money on Georgia that that line will not stay at 10 for more than 10 seconds. So what I would imagine is this line maybe gets down to 12, maybe by kickoff. I don't think we're going to see too much late money on Georgia, especially at the number that it is, but we may. There may be injury issues as well with TCU that is unforeseen at this point. But again, I would lean Georgia if the number creeps a little bit lower. I would lean towards the over. Uh, and that's kind of where I stand. I just I can't in good conscience bet Georgia at 12.5 when they're 7-7 seven and seven against the spread this season. They have not shown an ability to consistently cover at the line that they're at. Georgia Tech, 13.5 point favorites against Georgia Tech at home. They cover that. Kentucky, 12.5 point favorites. Or excuse me, against Georgia Tech, 36.5 point favorites. They didn't cover that. Against Kentucky, they were 22.5 point favorites. Didn't cover that. Against Florida, 23.5 point favorites. Didn't cover that. Against Missouri, they were 31 point favorites. Didn't cover that. I mean, they just, they struggle. They, They really do. Tennessee, they were under double-digit favorites. They were able to cover that. They just have a very inconsistent history with covering. They weren't able to cover four and a half against Ohio State. They won by one. They were four and a half point favorites. So I, I don't know. I just don't think that this is a Georgia team that has the ability to cover these large spreads consistently. Now, is TCU going to be the team that covers and loses, or is this going to be a game that Georgia just blows them out? I think I could see it going either way. If I have to lean towards a specific side, I would say Georgia just dominates this game, beats TCU by 23, and it's a pretty boring national championship game and everyone goes home. If I had to really guess, gun to my head, that's what I'm going to be guessing. I think we we got all the excitement out in the semifinal games that the national championship is just going to be boring. It's going to be slow, and it's going to be really stupid when we look back and say oh we thought this game might be close that's certainly a possibility especially since we had two exciting semifinal games but again who knows so I'm going to lean towards the Georgia side of the spread if that gets a little bit lower and I'm going to lean towards the over 63 as well especially with the way these two teams have uh, have been playing so those are my plays I know it's not certainty but I can't in good conscience give a certain play for a game like this, especially with the way the numbers are. I might do some live betting as well. Uh, we'll see where that number gets. If it gets to a point where maybe Georgia scores first, uh, you know, or excuse me, if TCU scores first, I would probably hit the Georgia spread if it gets under 10. If you can get Georgia as a, as a single-digit favorite and it's still early on in the game for a live betting scenario, that's something I would absolutely go to. And again, two, If the game starts out hot, this is another angle I'll look at for live betting. If the game starts out really hot, you have a Georgia score, you have a TCU score back-to-back, maybe you get a field goal. You know, maybe you get 10 to 17 points in the first quarter. I would start to live bet the under because that – especially if you get, you know, 17 points, you get two touchdowns and a field goal in the first quarter, you may see the total creep up a little bit, 65, 66, 66 and a half. And I think as the game goes on, the defenses will start to settle in, especially Georgia's defense. They, they get better as the game's going to go on. And I think that total will start to go under a little bit as well. So live betting the total for the under if the game starts out hot is an angle I'm going to be looking at. And then if TCU, again, has a hot start like they did against Michigan, I'll look to bet Georgia if they get to uh, single-digit favorites. So that's my that's my look in the national championship game. Appreciate everyone uh, 
listening and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast, the final college football play of the season. Don't shed a tear. It's all right. We got college basketball right around the corner. We got more college basketball bets coming your way. But for now, that's just my national championship thoughts. So good luck to everyone. Have a fun time on Monday. <laughs>